So first up, I'm joined by Richard Pearson of AXA Framington, manager of our Balance Managed Unit Trust and AXA Managed Life and Pension Funds. Richard won't mind me saying that he has a wealth of experience within equity markets and will share his thoughts on the conditions we now find ourselves both in the developed and emerging markets as well as fixed income. Richard, thank you very much for joining me today. Hello. Richard, your fund had a strong year in 2013, gaining by nearly 18%. How was this achieved? I think there were two aspects. There was asset allocation and how we actually performed in the individual areas in which we invest. 2013 was a great year for equity markets. Bear in mind that we have almost 80% of the fund invested in equities, and most of that is in the developed markets, which were the strongest regions. UK equities went up 21%. Global equities, um, a similar amount. So clearly that was, a, that was a great start. But we also did very well in stock selection. Our performance in UK equities in and Japan in particular was very strong, and we also did well in overseas bonds. So we we had a pretty good year all round. And sort of breaking that down a bit, obviously there was a a great difference in performance between developed market and and emerging markets. Do you see that continuing through 2014? I think in in, in the early months of uh, this year, almost certainly, people are still very cautious about what's happening in China, whether growth is actually slowing, uh, whether they will be able to achieve this transition from an export-led manufacturing economy to a more consumer-led economy. And there are issues in other markets, such as India, um, Brazil, Russia, etc., so people are, uh, remain cautious about emerging markets. We, we begin to see some value there, though, but I suspect it's going to be later in the year before we see that reflected in market prices. And I, I want to go on to talk about specific stocks in the portfolio, if I may, but mm. you also mentioned Japan and the strong contribution from Japan. I think the Nikkei was up around over 40% in 2013. OK, if you adjust it for the depreciation in the yen over, the, over that period of time, it was not quite so good to a, to a UK investor. But I wondered if I could ask you about the performance of Japan in, in 2013 and, and, and how you perceive that market this year and beyond. I think the influences that produced that great local currency rise last year are still in place. There's huge uh, monetary stimulus underway, and I think I suspect we'll see more. It looks, if anything, as if uh, they haven't done quite enough yet to really get the show on the road there. So I think we'll see some still positive news from the Japanese stock market in local currency terms. I do have some concerns about the yen. You rightly comment that the yen was very weak and about half the local currency rise was offset by the weakness in the currency. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw that again this year, a very good local currency return, but some of that given back by by weakness in the yen. When they're printing so much money, I think inevitably we're going to see the, the currency weaken over time. And Richard, I wanted to, uh, to go on to ask you about um, some of the stock selection in the portfolio, which you pointed out have been uh, very strong during the year. I wonder if you'd give us a, a couple of examples in the UK portfolio of stocks that have done well, particularly pleased you, and why that was the case. Well, we normally expect in the UK portfolio the international earners to be the, the driving force because over 70% of earnings come internationally when you look at the UK market. But the story of the last year or so has been uh, that the strong performers have been more domestically oriented. People have been surprised at the strength in the UK economy, the recovery there, and there have been a number of what I might almost describe as more special situations where management has made a real difference and have performed exceptionally well. One of our really strong performers last year was ITV, up just over 90% in total return terms. Absolutely stunning performance, and that's on the back of a, a, just a, a new approach by management to the, the way the business is run, looking much more to produce their own content rather than just broadcast other people's. 
making it a less cyclical business, uh, less reliant just on advertising revenues, which go up and down with the business cycle. Another really strong area for us last year was the house builders and businesses related to housing activity. We saw clearly in the London area a boom in property prices, um, but it's now moving out into the regions and activity is also picking up. It's not just a question of profits improving. We're seeing more houses sold for better prices. So the likes of Travis Perkins and building materials, over 70%. Barrett Developments, one of our purchasers a couple of years ago, again, up over 70%. Persimmon, a house builder, Crest Nicholson, Bovis Homes that we own, and a number of other related businesses did really well. And I think that will continue into 2014. There seems to be a real momentum in the housing area and further stimulus in the budget comments. And obviously, we're delighted there have been so many strong performers, but within a portfolio, there are clearly going to be uh, stocks that have not performed in the way that you'd expect. Uh, I think our listeners would be really interested to know or, or to understand why any of the stocks in the portfolio might not have performed and what lessons you've learned from that. As you rightly say, there's always something that you regret buying. And some of those were particular circumstances where the business just did less well than we expected. And... Some of the banks uh, actually were a big disappointment. We owned Lloyd's, which actually was a very strong performer last year because it's very much a domestic bank. But HSBC and Standard and Chartered were really held back by uh, concerns about uh, growth in the, in the emerging economies and also worries generally about the banking s- system as to whether there was enough capital and whether they would be able to increase their dividends as fast as the market is expecting. So that, that was a negative. But we also had a, another sort of emerging markets impact on the oil stocks and on the miners. Now, although we, we do have significant investments there, we tend to be underweight in those areas. So it didn't do quite as much damage to, to the overall performance as it might have been if we were very overweight there. And if we could go on to talk about corporate profitability, if you look at the developed market world, corporate profitability is at pretty much all-time highs. I wondered if you felt that might restrain the performance of developed market uh, stock markets over the next few years. That's a good point, and clearly companies are very, very profitable. Um, Interestingly, the huge rise that we've seen over the past couple of years in equity markets has not been achieved as a result of earnings growth. Earnings growth has been pretty lacklustre over that period. What we have seen, however, is a big re-rating of equities because they just looked very cheap a couple of years ago in relation to cash and bonds. So we've seen growth in equities but not significant growth in earnings. And I do think the story for 2014 will be more about earnings being delivered. And I think we need to see that for for equity markets to make uh, significant progress. But I think we will see it, and I think it'll be be more towards the second half of the year. Certainly for our UK companies uh, that export a lot, the headwind that they have for the strength of sterling will make it pretty hard work in the first half of the year. But as time moves on, I think that should be less of an influence. So I think companies are in pretty good shape and financially they're very, very strong. The balance sheets are as strong as they've ever been. So I think that, that'll uh, help. There'll be more capital investment and I think we may see a little bit more bid activity as well, which won't do us any harm. And finally, if I may, I wanted to ask you about the allocation to fixed income. Clearly, yields moved up quite substantially in 2013 in UK gilts. US Treasuries nearly doubled over the year. What do you see as the outlook for, for fixed income in 2014 and beyond? 
Well, we're pretty cautious about the medium-term outlook for government bonds, less negative about credit, about high-quality credit. But we look at the, the cash and bonds part of the portfolio, probably 20% of the total, as a bit of an insurance policy for the unexpected. It's designed to sort of smooth out volatility in equities rather than specifically to produce high absolute returns. And over the years, um, it, it's done its job. I think that the big question mark for most investors, though, is how quickly does uh, better growth in the developed economies mean that government bond yields and interest rates uh, return to more normal levels uh, and even what, it, what is normal in, in the current environment. Uh, we do think that the bond yields will rise and the interest rates will rise, but it's a question of how long uh, that takes. Our outlook for bonds is pretty unattractive, which means we don't have as many as we would normally have and we have more cash as a result. Equities are still our favoured home. Richard, very interesting as ever. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.